Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news with us today. Do I need to do some? Probably not. But for the new people that have been joining, because they saw a nice big contract win today, we've got Steve McCauley, CEO of Empire Clinics, trades in Canada, CBDT. For friends of the US, EPWCF. And for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 8EC. For those of you who are new, Empower is an integrated healthcare company. We don't say that lightly because you're going to hear the talk is backed by the walk. Uh, they provide body and mind wellness for patients through its clinics, rapidly expanding through Canada, digital and telemedicine, and world class medical diagnostic labs, uh, especially the one that's out in Dallas. Uh, clinics are being rolled out in Canada right now as follows. Five that are operational, seven that are in development and construction. We got an update on that. Eight that are in acquisition mode that are going to take place and close right after the new year. And 21 that are in the pipeline. More than the lip service, all that is translated into uh, 1,005% year-over-year revenue growth in Q2, 372% revenue growth in Q3, and 3.22 million for the nine months of revenue, that's up about 1,350%. But the big news today is out of their laboratory side, Empire Clinics Chi Medical Lab secures COVID-19 testing contract for large gaming event Las Vegas. Steve, welcome back, my friend. Hey, George, thanks very much. I appreciate it. I always enjoy being on the show. Love the background. It's got that green Christmassy feel just in time for this gift. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, happy holidays, right? <clears throat> uh, and happy, happy holidays and Merry Christmas to, to everybody that's watching. Uh, this contract, a before we get into the details, a multi-day event that marks one of the largest gaming events in the U.S. So this isn't your ordinary contract win. This is a great high-profile contract win for Kai, uh, which has probably been long overdue. How did it come about? And how much of this is as a result of your new biz development processes, even the person that you've hired to kind of head that for Kai? Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, we're, we're very pleased with this result. And, and you're, you're right, it's a bit overdue for Kai. Um, we've really invested in them, expanded the lab, uh, got them really focused on some new product development. Uh, but more importantly, we need them to be, you know, a strong business development shop, right? We have products and we have services and we need to shout about it around the country. So this uh, opportunity was a referral, uh, but it wasn't just uh, Kai working on it. They had to win this bid. I believe there were five outfits um, that were bidding on this contract. Uh, the client is European, I think UK based. And this is a big annual conference that they've run uh, at the Aria Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. And uh, Kai you know, won the bid. Um, and it was just that. It was a, a tender bidding situation. They put their best foot forward, um, led by Yoshi Tyler, you know, our, our president at Kai and our team of molecular scientists. And yes, we, we do have a, a, a new business development person that's on board now. Um, her name is Kelly. And you know, we're really uh, hopeful that, you know, Kai can uh, leverage a win like this and, and gain credibility, gain experience and uh, get after some more bids like this, whether it's Las Vegas or any part of, you know, any part of the country where, where there might be an event or a conference. Uh, so safe to say, hopefully now there's more to come out of Kai. Kai's kind of, you know, finally gotten out there and new biz dev people, new processes in place. Because that was always a bit of the weakness with Kai. Fantastic lab, fantastic product, fantastic services. 
but the biz dev side wasn't quite, uh, was a missing piece. Yeah, it, it really wasn't to the standards that uh, I really needed to see from them. Um, again, as you said, there's a lot of incredible qualities uh, with uh, Kai as a business, Kai as a team, Kai as a leadership. Uh, but we need to have that sort of business development mindset in everything that we do. And it's a competitive landscape out there. But I believe that, you know, Kai is positioned to, to win more business like this. And, and this is high quality business. You know, they're, they're on site right now. Uh, they've been there for 10 days uh, in the setup uh, phase, obviously in the convention itself, which is uh, running throughout this weekend. And I think even it closes out today. And then there'll be post you know, teardown work. So uh, really exciting uh, contract for us. Uh, we got some big deposits up front uh, going into it. So, you know, we made sure that we've, you know, we've, we've handled ourselves appropriately. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is the type of kind of, again, project or client or, you know, sector like a conference in Las Vegas um, that we're absolutely equipped to deliver on. Uh, and I'm glad you, okay, so I'm glad you said about the deposit. Actually, I didn't know that. So I want to inquire about that. But the question I have is, and I've seen a couple of questions online when the press release came out. The press release says that you're expected to do about um, 6,000 plus uh, rapid antigen and PCR tests. Is that a potential number? It could get there? Or is that more of an, an approximate number that you, th you, you think that you're, you're going to get in and around there? Yeah, so that that's that's what our expectation is. So you know they're literally doing uh, testing every day. So you have to understand uh, the client. Um, every participant, whether it's uh, a vendor, a contractor, um, staff of the client, and then the uh, conference uh, participants, everybody has to get tested every single day. So it's not like you do one rapid test up front and that's good for the entire uh, event and all venues. It's every single day. It's a new rapid test. Um, there's a, a color coded wristband that's provided every single day, new color every day. Sure, and sure. really the, the, the process is you get your rapid antigen tests uh, administered by the CHI team. Um, if your test is negative, you get your wristband and uh, you get to, to go into the conference. If you uh, happen to get screened and you test preliminary positive, then you go for secondary rapid PCR testing. Uh, so we've got new uh, rapid point of care test uh, um, equipment that we've actually brought in. It's on site. Uh, so there's no tests actually go back to our lab. It's all administered on site. And that's what the client needed. Um, you know, imagine the, you, you've got to have a good kind of customer satisfaction experience with all of this as well, um, especially when you're testing every person every single day. So it's a real large scale program. So that's 6,000 units. We ship 6,000 units to the site. All in right. anticipation of that know. volume. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's quite a big contract for us. You know, it's probably uh, somewhere up, you know, in, in the neighborhood of half a million dollars over that time period. Uh, the profitability is very good. Uh, so, you know, I'm really pleased with, you know, this outcome uh, that Kai has been able to deliver for us. So, but I'm glad you brought that up because when you said earlier, it was a tender process that, okay, is this a, a loss leader yet to give it away to win the business? Cause there are five people tendering, but if it's a half million dollars, so so if you're expecting about a half million dollars over, over this you know 10 day process, that's, that's a healthy revenue number with some decent margin built into it. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, you know, this is a, you know, this health and safety, this client is very concerned about the health and safety of all of its participants, whether staff or vendors or event participants. Uh, I think this, 
kind of feels like the new norm um, uh, going forward that, you know, if you want to conduct high quality events and conferences and keep kind of the conference and event world going, um, this, you know, uh, either daily testing or or call it regular testing um, for participants, I think is just going to be required. The other thing that's interesting is um, we partnered with Phoebe, as you know, um, they're a technology partner of ours, and Phoebe helped build uh, an SMS communication and uh, confirmation system that we rolled out at this event. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting as well um, uh, to, to you know, uh, see how we use that in the future. Was that through their wallet pass technology? Uh, it's actually an SMS platform. Uh, okay, so, so could some, some, something a little bit new. It's a brand new platform that was just uh, built, uh, like I say, in conjunction with Phoebe for this event. And then this will be uh, a really nice uh, tech product that we'll be able to use in other testing scenarios going forward. Just making notes of this because that's that's something new. So I want to make sure I bring that up uh, with, with our good friend, Rob. So this is a, a high profile win. It comes with some great revenue. And you're talking about a deposit. So what kind of deposit do you get on something like this? Because you've committed a lot of resources, people and time. Oh, yeah, we, we definitely committed a lot of resources to this. So, you know, it's uh, really, you know, in advance uh, or, or, or greater than 50%. Um, uh, I believe that we received upfront. Uh, again, you know, we, we don't, we have to be prudent in, in how we, uh, take on contracts. We have to be very cognizant of our cash flow, and so again, in, in uh, I think the team did a great job in negotiating, <clears throat> not only the long term contract, the, the contract itself, and the total fees and and revenue that go with it, and expense reimbursement as well. Uh, but we were able to you know protect our cash flow, get a nice deposit up front um, that you know really um, gives us uh, sort of safety and security um, to it go in and, and administer the full contract. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit. And again, congratulations on that. That's great. Good to know high profile revenue deposit. That's uh, it's a nice one for kind. I think a lot of shareholders are going to start breathing a little easier thinking, okay, this is probably not an outlier. It's not a one-time only thing. So there's, there's yeah. probably more to come and we'll hopefully look for that. Uh, let's switch over to the clinics. Here we are. It's December the 13th. Uh, I think it's, the, it's yeah. December 13th. Uh, you said in our last interview, you'd be coming to Ontario in December for some clinic openings. Is that still happening? And if so, hey, when are we going to see it? Yeah, we actually went through the calendar this morning with uh, doctors Jordan and Aviv. And uh, so, you know, really how things are kind of lining up is we're anticipating that uh, the Kitchener location opens up actually one, one week from now, <clears throat> opens its doors to start uh, uh, booking patients. And then uh, we've got both uh, London, Ontario, and Etobicoke, uh, Lakeshore, uh, still both uh, uh, opening in the month of December. And I think we are looking at the 29th and 30th for uh, ribbon cutting uh, ceremonies for each of those locations. Um, we'll, we'll formally announce that um, in, in the coming days. Uh, but that's sort of what we're anticipating. Uh, it, it didn't make sense to try to uh, you know, do those before Christmas holidays. It's just not a good time um, for, for everybody. Uh, but certainly that, that window between, between the holidays and, and New Year's uh, seems to fit. So we'll let Great way to end off the year with shareholders too. All mean together at locations six, seven, and eight. Uh, you know, I no, mean, seven and eight, but six will have been opened in Kitchener. So seven yeah. and eight will be live. Yeah, that's exactly it. And that's that was kind of our hope all along. 
uh, was to <clears throat> be able to get this through, get it open, start booking appointments with patients and be able to just come out and, and share, you know, meet with everybody and, and talk and just have some good dialogue about, about, you know, the accomplishments of the year. But then I think more importantly, the key is what we've set up for 2022, you know, and, and just a reminder to everybody is that the moment that we open a clinic location and we start seeing patients, that is revenue that commences <clears throat> that very moment. And, and then it takes us about six weeks to get into the billing and cash flow cycle with, in, in Ontario with, uh, with OHIP. Uh, but once we do, that contribution just keeps on coming in month in, month out. When, when do you actually count the revenue, Steve? Do you count it when George walks into your clinic and you charge them? Or do you count it when the revenue comes in from OHIP or the insurance company? Well, the revenue recognition um, actually is, you know, when when the uh, patient visit takes place and that that billing code gets sent off to the ministry. Uh, we then obviously from an accounting standpoint, we're just posting an accounts receivable and then uh, approximately four to six weeks later, uh, you get your receipt from the ministry, uh, sorry, a statement from the ministry, and you see the funds uh, in the account a few days later. So you, you start to get into a rhythm. So it's billing code, accounts receivable, uh, get the statement from the ministry the following month, and the payment comes in shortly thereafter. So it's really a nice rhythm that you get into. You just have to get through that kind of first six weeks, uh, but we understand that. So as an example, if you look at the recent ones we opened, such as Hamilton, um, Etobicoke Brown's line, uh, you know, Mississauga was just opened. I mean, uh, at the end of the week last week, you know, the doctors showed me the ministry billing statement for um, uh, for Etobicoke Brown's line. And so we've got four doctors, they're, they're faux doctors, so we know exactly what that uh, these initial um, billing codes look like each month. And uh, we expect to deposit those funds in the next few days. But I like the fact that the that the revenue does hit when George you know walks out of the clinic and you bill it because that because that goes back to your point of the, the clinics immediately start generating revenue the day they open the door. Uh, yeah, so, they, do. they do. So that's going to bring operational up to six and then seven and eight, uh, you know, December 29th and thirtieth. Plus, you've got eight more under acquisition that you've already told the market will take place after the new year for Correct. tax efficiency reasons, hell, even maybe even accounting and auditing reasons, given what happened last year with the acquisition Q4. Yeah, so. very much so. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. So I think I think the numbers work out with the the two groups who each have four locations. I think there's 600,000 patients in their combined rosters. Uh, they, they both currently have a run rate of about four to 4.2 um, uh, million annually just through paramedical services. Uh, so we get those closed and behind us um, uh, early in the new year. Uh, we've got 15 operational locations um, all sort of ticking along. And then we start to add in our paramedical services. We add in our specialty services. Uh, you know, we've got the pilot going with teledermatology. Um, where we're going to have three locations up and running here shortly. Uh, the first one's already uh, uh, up in uh, Etobicoke Brown's line. So the model is starting to really materialize. Um, we're going to have a nice accretive fourth quarter. Um, when you think of Metasure, we're in a full quarter of contribution. Uh, we have 
uh, I guess what is it, seven locations um, fully operational by the time we get to the end of December. Uh, we've got Kai Medical performing um, and having a really nice contract here in the fourth quarter. So, you know, we're feeling a bit, you know, nice positive momentum, but it really sets us up for really a so solid full year annual run rate um, in 2022. Never mind what else, you know, comes along uh, at a later date, but just on the TMC clinics that we know are going to be live and we get you know, really a full year's contribution of all those 15 locations and then the other pipeline ones fill in you know as the uh, as the quarters go along and then like i say you know whatever else comes along you know we have a very very healthy pipeline of uh, of M&A deals that we're looking at at uh, all various stages and and we do anticipate as i've said before uh, starting to turn our attention back to the united states uh, with other other big opportunities down there so without making this a year end, because it's not a year end summary kind of uh, kind no. of interview, uh, but we did kind of go off on the clinic side, because obviously that's the revenue that most people are looking at right now. Um, is it, are, can, do you feel comfortable, you know, telling shareholders, hey, we know the stock price hasn't gone the way we want it to go. We know we have to go through this transitionary period from, you know, this business to this business, but you got any concerns about, A, how the company is ending off the year and more importantly, the entire path that it's got set in front of itself with clinics, certain revenues, you know, for, for all of 2022? Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm actually very pleased with the way uh, the uh, year end is, is kind of looking like it's going to finish off. So, you know, fourth quarter is building up nicely. Uh, and then, you know, everything that we've been putting in place, so transitioning away from the old types of assets, getting these, uh, the, the complete focus on pure play, integrated healthcare, um, our priority, um, additional assets like Metashore and, and they're building up on having a, a real nice fourth quarter for us. So I, you know, we, we've been talking about it all year long. You know, this has been a year of transition with, but when you look at the accumulation, like the building blocks that are in place now for 2022 and beyond, uh, I think everybody should have a, a real nice, quiet confidence about uh, where our revenues and cash flows are going for 2022. We've been mapping it out the whole way along, and it's just getting done. And so I, I think, you know, I feel very optimistic about our 2022. Uh, I hope that we're articulating, uh, you know, where that's going. Uh, we do have a new investor relations deck that's going to be coming out in, in the very near future that I think will help continue to tell that story of where we're going um, and focus our energy and our kind of our narrative on that, uh, cleaned up the past legacy assets, uh, getting them off the books and closed, and uh, and just continue with our journey like we've always said we would. Um, and power is at this really funny point that I've been at before with multiple companies in the past, um, where, where friends of mine or shareholders are saying, you know, they're, 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 what do you, what do you, what do you have to say about the stock price? You know, because people get rightfully so they get worried, they get concerned, even they get upset. And on each of four occasions, I can think of just over the last four years, uh, I've, when I've been confident in the nature of the business, and by the way, this is a personal opinion of mine, but I've said to people, Hey, I'm not happy about the share price, but I'm not worried about it either because mm -hmm. the underlying business is strong and growing. It'll get there when it'll get there. Um, and I think in my personal opinion, I'm not giving advice to anybody. You got to make your, don't, don't point to this and say, this is why you did X or didn't do Y. 
But I think that's where Empower is at. And I look at the share price. Am I happy with it? No. Am I worried? No. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to be a seller at 50 or 75 cents personally anyway. So, you know, even if it was there, but uh, I'm really not worried at all. I look, and I look forward to what Empower is going to do in 2022 because it seems like there's so much to come. And we'll save that for a, a later discussion. We'll go through yeah. the deck. We'll do a, a, what we call beyond the deck where we go through it, identify everything. But Steve, I think it's, uh, I think this is a great example of what Kai just came up with just like that. Weren't expecting it. Can't well, we yeah, it is. It is. You know, I just, you know, everybody just please keep in mind that there's an entire workforce in these divisions that are working so diligently every single day. Like if, if you talk to these people and you talk to Kai and you talk to Yoshi and, and her team members and, you know, Kelly, a new business development person who just joined us. I mean, they are they're energized every single day. They are working long hours, they're working smart, they're hungry. And so I've got a great deal of faith in how they will perform. Uh, we always want to see more, you know, uh, wins like the one that we just did. Uh, but we just have to keep diligent with, uh, with our plans, uh, have a real strong business development mindset. And if we do across all of our divisions, uh, we're going to win new deals at Kai. We're going to win new deals and sell more product and get on the shelves of pharmacies through Metasure. Uh, we're going to continue to open our TMC clinics, and we're going to get our fair share of uh, M&A opportunities uh, that we will execute on. And we'll continue to go back to our theme, which is just constant execution and uh, you know, keep, keep just moving with our, not lose sight on our longer term goals. And uh, you know, my job is to keep trying to tell the story to our followers, find new followers. Um, thankfully, we continue to have strong daily liquidity. And uh, you know, December is always a tough time um, for, for a lot of markets. And so again, we're not happy with share price the way it is, but I don't think that this is the future of our share price. Uh, our fundamentals dictate that it couldn't be. So you know, we just need to all sort of you know, stay the course here, uh, keep telling the story, talking it up and find, you know, new followers if we need them. And uh, we're grateful to the existing supporters who have been with us all along. Yeah, I'll go one step further. You're not just telling the story. Uh, in other words, you're not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk, because here's a big win for Kai. It's a great high level, you know, really high visibility win. Yeah. Uh, you've got three more clinics opening. You're going to be here for two of those at the end of the year. So you're not just telling the story you're, you're walking the story. And that's a difference between Empower and so many companies in the small cap world. You know, George Com can say, we got these great widgets and we're going to sell these widgets. But if you're not selling them at the end of the day, you're just telling. In this case, yeah. Steve, you're executing. So for today, we're going to celebrate this big win. Congratulate you. you and the team for another great win. And for everybody that's in the GTA, keep your, uh, keep your uh, eyes open for the official invite an announcement from from steve and his group because i can't wait to see all of you again on december 29th and 30th it's going to be a great way to get all of us together again end the year and look forward to 2022 together great george hey thank you i'm looking forward to as well and uh thanks again for the time for everybody at home you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on spotify google apple or your favorite podcast platform to steve mccauley ceo of empire clinics Trades on CBDT in Canada. 
EPWCF in the U.S. and AEC for our loyal shareholders in Europe on Frankfurt. Do your due diligence on Agoracom. Start there in the profile. And then from there, do your deep dive due diligence on the Empire website. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey, guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel and never missing another great Agoracom small cap video.